Tonight we're we're so happy to to welcome to Below the Belt show a longtime friend of mine, a former film colleague that goes all the way back to maybe 2002, 2003, I think, Jeez. on the indie film Everything's Wonderful. The guy is now making huge moves in Hollywood. He's in, in an Oscar-nominated film, Minari, and coming out next year, um, a possible another possibly another oscar nominated film in reagan guys he's not only an actor he's an accomplished filmmaker director editor the list goes on and on the multi-talented skip schwink on below the belt show skip good to have you thank you thank you good to be here it's good to see you guys it has been a very very long time <laughs> it's been a long time I guess. a lot has happened since then skip, i you... remember being on your show back in the day and wearing back a in the day <laughs> Wearing I, wore, I wore that, a bikini. I <laughs> <laughs> had to be on air, on air productions. Uh, on air productions. You didn't want to wear one tonight as part of a way to bookend a tradition, or yes, what? Else? I didn't think man. of that. I'm uh, wearing I'm speedos. Gonna, okay, you're gonna show us your balls. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Last time I think you're on um, the the show with us uh, with uh, Shyla McCormick. Um, oh my goodness, um, yes. Yes. You know. Long time uh, ago. She, uh, that was, you're right now, that was 2003 with Everything's Wonderful. Yes, absolutely. So it all comes back full circle. Um, and yep. a couple of decades makes. It's <laughs> a couple of decades <laughs> makes. And uh, man, Skip, uh, first of all, uh, I think what you're doing lately is amazing. Um, I'm just in awe. Um, first of all, you're in an Oscar nominated film in Minari. Um, let's talk about that process. Let's talk about how you got involved, the audition process. Um, first of all, if we could. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, I, I had to, a few years back, I had to move to Oklahoma, um, for family reasons, um, from Los Angeles and was like, well, how am I going to act in Oklahoma? Right. And, uh, I move here and I had forgotten. I go to a lot of, I used to go to a lot of film markets and festivals and stuff. And I always, there are states represented in booths and things. And Oklahoma was one of, always one of those states that was there. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? They're like, we want to be Atlanta. And they're doing it. Um, it's crazy the uh, what they have in this state for filmmaking, 37% yes. tax credit. That's yes. why movies are coming here. And it just wow. happened to coincide with when I showed up. And there's talent in Oklahoma, but you're not obviously going up against as much as Los Angeles. So um, bubble to the surface a little after you know studying it and getting back into performing on stage in L.A. and going to the Groundlings and Upright nice. Citizens and studying there. So I had a little bit more experience than a few people and started getting roles. And one of those was Minari. And uh, wow. I remember I got it at work. I'm a news cameraman during the day at uh, Fox News here. And Very I kind nice. of just we pulled up to a shoot and I was with one of the reporters and I got the email that said I got the part and I just started yelling and probably shouldn't have yelled the way I yelled with the language I used because I wasn't a high school part. <laughs> and uh, are you going to be able to shoot? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> so it was just from day one. It's been a great experience. Now, did you think Minari would be the Oscar darling that it is and pretty much award? darling because it also was nominated for golden globes and the best foreign film and uh, wow. the sack awards as well did you did you expect minority to be such a hit it was uh when i when i read the script i just was blown away um the story i don't know has everybody seen it do you know i have i got my sag screener 
And if I was at Sundance, I was hoping you were. I hit myself on the head at least once a day for not going to that. I don't know why. I was convinced I was cut out of the movie. <laughs> I was like, ah, <laughs> no. they found out I suck. I'm on you're, the floor. You played twins I, in the movie? No. Well, they can't cut both of us out. Uh, <laughs> but it was such a pivotal part. It was just me thinking from my youth of getting cut out of things. But it was I wish I had cut out of it was a very pivotal part of the movie, Skip. There's no way. There, yeah. There's not a lot of side characters in that movie, and it's pretty nice to be in that scene and play that character because I got to work with the whole family except the grandmother, and uh, give them their first sort of uh, spoiler alert ray of sunshine in their life. Um, it, it was it was pretty overwhelming. It's it was a quick shoot. I was in and out. It was they shot in like 25 days. It all happened very fast. Um, but it was a fun set and I knew it was something special because when I read the script, it blew my mind. Like I started to say, um, I related to parts of it because of him on his journey to, you know, drag his family across the country and follow a dream and try to pursue something. And I had just done that with my family and with different results, we sort of separate ways. But, uh, so I related to a lot of things that character was going through. So that was really special to me to be a part of something I even slightly related to. And then to see how well it did. It was in the script. When I read the script, I knew it was wow. special. Knew it was special. And uh, we got out there, and I saw the crew. I walked on set, and there was a crew member. It was 110,000 degrees. It was awful. And he's wearing a full bunny zip-up costume. And I'm like, what are you doing? Are you insane? You're going to die. And he's like, I lost a bet. And right there, I was like, you lost a bet. This set is great. And everyone was like that. They were just having fun. It was a it was a family environment, and it was, it was great. Isaac, the director, was very collaborative. He let me ad lib something that I brought to it. He loved really? it. Really, Isaac it. Chung, Lee Isaac it. Chung. Yes. So well, I was. Well, uh, let's talk about the southern accent. How did that come about? Um, just location and in the in the I got a callback and the casting director was like, put an accent on it. I was like, all right. So I put a little accent. So and then I got it and I'm like, well, I guess they like that. So I remember oh. times and I said to Isaac, the director, I was like, do you want me to do an accent? He goes, not really. And I was like, all right, so that means a little bit. So that's, that's, <laughs> just put a little teeny bit of something in there. And, you know, some of the what I did, I was surprised they used. I was uh, hoping for a Baltimore accent, but you went with the Southern route. Right? Uh, good choice. We were in more of the Arkansas, Oklahoma area, so the Baltimore Hun thing probably wouldn't have worked so well. Yeah, you would have, <laughs> you would have been cut definitely then. They would have figured out how to get around whatever good ray of news he gave them. Maybe just gave it to them in an email or something. Right. What, the so. hell is, what the hell is water and zinc? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did you like working with Steven Yoon? As a he scene was partner? great. He was great. They were very um their characters a little bit, I guess is what you could say. They're pretty quiet. Um Steven and I talked for a little bit, but um it all it was fast because they were doing like they did that church scene the same day they did the doctor scene that I was in. So wow. they were they were moving quick, you know, getting people in and out of there. And with the kids, they could only shoot for a certain amount of hours a day. So yes, yeah, child labor laws, right? Yeah, it's tough. You know, when you have it literally was over 100 degrees and you got kids in a small room. And, you know, we're trying to keep little Alan Kim. He's yawning, getting tired. Hot. Stay awake, buddy. Stay awake. I'm doing <laughs> duck voices and that, stuff. And he's like, that, hey. kid, that kid was extraordinary, though. It's unbelievable. I saw it in the theater this weekend for the first time. Oh, OK. Very different experience than watching it at home. Very immersive. And I I had seen it and I don't know what it was, but I started bawling like a baby afterward. <laughs> I was just like, friend, I'm like, all right. I'm like, I got a coat call my, oh my, just got it. <laughs> it was, it's just, you never, 
But yeah, you know, I've been kind Did of you do a little Q and A at the end with the audience members. No, no, they didn't know who I was. I, okay. I, 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 are you crying because you're in the movie? And I'm like, shut up! I don't want to know what I'm in it right now. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing, and it's interesting on on Stephen Yoon, the first actor of Asian descent to be nominated for an Oscar in the 93 years there's been the Oscars. Finally. A best actor nomination that's of Asian descent. I think that's a pretty uh, groundbreaking. Yeah, he's probably right. glad he got killed off The Walking Dead, huh? Yeah, he. I think it's funny. We were sitting there in between takes. It was just quiet for a second. And I was just like, hey, I stopped watching The Walking Dead when they killed you. And he's just like, thanks. Getting ready to shoot. Camera's like in his face. So he's trying to be there. And I'm like, sorry. That's where my sister stopped watching as well. Yeah, I, just, I did. I was like, I didn't like what they did to Glenn. You screw you guys. <laughs> but to be a part of something that has also things like that happening in it, you know, representing yeah, something yeah. like And I, for it to be a first, I mean, it's a bit of a disgrace on the Academy's part for not having another Asian actor in 93 years. I mean, yeah, that's unbelievable. I can't believe that. Um, so it's nice. Nice to see. And I'm looking forward to the day when there's no more firsts and everyone's just going at it. Yeah. You know? yeah. But Of course, the Oscars also nominated for a SAG Award for Outstanding Performance by Cast in a Motion Picture Film. Also, Stephen Yeun nominated for Best Actor at the SAG Awards as well. Amazing. Um, Amazing. Wow. Golden Globe winner for Best Foreign Language Film. And this is why I broke down when I saw the movie. I just couldn't believe I was a part of something that was is that universally yeah. around the world loved and all these awards. And I just was, you know, I told the same, you're starting to say, I was, you know, I've been trying to do, get in the industry for a while. Yeah. And you get to a point where like, you know, I'll probably work in it, but I don't think I'm going to like win any awards. And then you're in something like that and it just changes everything. Right? It's, it's amazing, yeah. amazing feeling. It's got to be. Now, where are your thoughts now? Golden Globe. The Golden Globes failed to recognize, I guess, Minari as a best picture, and they more so looked at it as a foreign language film. But from what I read, it's an American-produced film. just happens to have a lot of Korean in the film, right? That's right. It's uh, produced by Brad Pitt's company, Plan B. Right. And A24 distributed, uh, both American companies. And uh, it does take mostly, I'd say 80% or more of the dialogue is in Korean. Um, and it just represents the immigrant experience. I mean, in most households and immigrants, they're going to, you know, when they're at home, they speak the native language they like to speak, uh, whoever that may be. And that doesn't mean it's un-American. But um, that that rule at the Golden Globes is way outdated. And I, I think with a couple of years in a row now that it's really been a problem, I, I supposedly they're going to change it. We'll see. I hope they do. Yeah, I hope I hope so too. Because of course. there is no there is no national language declared in the United States. So yeah, you know, what is it that you're basing that on? So yeah, yeah, it's usually like I mean, like Parasite actually broke barriers last year as a film that was a foreign film that jumped over to the best picture category. Right, you know, right. and that was technically a foreign film. Um, right. Yeah. I so figured what a foreign film was. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, Parasite was definitely a foreign film. You know, it was produced in South Korea. It was, you know, it was not a, it was not an American production. Right. Exactly. And of course, the wave started with Minari at Sundance, as we mentioned earlier. It actually won the Grand Jury Prize. So I mean, all these distinctions for this film. Skip had you know we had 
we're not in a pandemic or whatever. Would you been? Would you have attended all these award shows? Would you be? I, I would have tried to. I mean, I don't know how much yeah. they would have laughed off the phone or whatever trying to get tickets and be like, well, "Who are you again?" <laughs> <laughs> we didn't see you save him, so I don't know what you did in the movie. No, you're not. Yeah, you're a part of the uh, ensemble cast. I, mean, I, I think. I think the, the yes, I like to say I am, but my friends around here are like, calm down. You didn't do anything. That's not you. That's not for you, buddy. Um, <laughs> yeah, everybody keeps me grounded. Um, but uh, yeah, you could you could say that arguably, but there's only 20, I think, speaking parts in the movie. It's a very small cast. Right. And uh, it, it's, it's wild to watch, especially in the past few months, week by week now, of Minari getting more and more and more popular, you know, because at first, you know, even my mother had a hard time pronouncing it. And now it's every, on everyone's tongue. Now yeah. it's a matter of getting everyone to say it the, the right way, you know, which is Minari. Supposed to kind Manati. of roll it. I mean, roll it off your tongue. Which is a type of Korean celery, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Yeah, it's right. like a water pressed celery kind of thing that grows everywhere and they use it in everything. And what is it Alan had on his face on his Instagram the other day? He had uh, uh, Minari pancakes. Oh, wow. But I'll be honest, they did not look good. As long as he doesn't, <laughs> as, long, as long as he doesn't pee in those pancakes. <laughs> Wasn't and that I, great? So as you know, it's not really a spoiler. It's one of the funny parts of the film. When I, when I read that script, I just stopped reading and laughed out loud. I was like, what? He actually <laughs> pissed in the soup that his grandmother tasted. And it was right. absolutely the, one of the craziest pranks I've ever seen. I mean, we're talking about biohazards here. Really uh, it was really weapons. cute the way that whole scenario was portrayed from him doing it and to the repercussions of his parents and his grandmother trying to defend him. It was really just such a well-written scene, like every scene. It just really relates to family. Yeah. And let's not forget the grandmother actress, Yoon Yu Jung, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. She's mm-hmm. nominated for Best Supporting Actress at yes. the Oscars. And a lot. I think a lot of that had to do with her um, onset of dementia a little later in the in the film. She she has an incident. Um, I, I won't completely give it away. Right. That uh, her character does a complete flip of everything about right. her, and it's amazing. It just flows into it. It's not a movie that spoon feeds you and, and just carries you through. It uh, things happen just like life does, and you kind of after a couple of minutes wow. go, oh my god, that happened to her. You know, and it's it's just beautiful the way it's done and her performance in that is just to go from this spry, fun, cussing, card playing grandmother to what she does in the movie is I mean her all the accolades to her well deserved. Awesome. And you really sold it as a doctor, Skip. I'll, I'll give you- <laughs> The, the the short moment I was in there, I made them believe this kid's gonna be all right. He's gonna be okay. <laughs> you sold me. You sold me, man. All right, so let's talk about the other big film. Skip Reagan. This is the biopic of Ronald Reagan, directed by Sean McNamara. Stars mm-hmm. Dennis Quaid, uh, Penelope Ann Miller, Kevin Dillon, Mina Savari, John Voight. Wow, that's Angelina Jolie's dad. Uh, <laughs> and if you look at Wikipedia. <laughs> Another name that's in there is you, buddy. Skip that's Swing. That's the weirdest You're... thing. I don't know why that ended up being like no, that. No, that is a great thing. Are you it's kidding another me? Another small awesome. moment in the movie because it's some montage of his entire life. So there's a lot of characters come through. Carter being right. one of them. But like I'm in that first Wikipedia description, and I've, I've read several articles that I'm lumped in with them going. And then I see something pop up on like uh, social media, like who, what the hell is a Skip Schwank? 
And I'm reading it going, I agree. I don't know how I got in this room, you guys. I'm definitely in over my pay grade here. It's a great crowd to be in. I mean, I mean even that, uh, Skip. Now you got to create your own Wikipedia page because you're the only one that's not linkable right. to his own page. So now you, I now have no there has to be that work. Is that what I have to do is like secretly start it? <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's one way to do it. Um, <laughs> you'd always hope somebody starts it for you, <clears throat> Al, yeah. but you could always do it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I started the the Everything's Wonderful website from back in the day. Oh well, spoiler alert on that too. I thought I thought that was just a fan made website, but you made that out. I, I made the first iteration, yeah, and then it was redesigned. Uh, but yeah, the initial iteration, yeah, I, I worked on that one. But uh, <laughs> but before, before we get into the uh, that old school stuff, which I would, I would definitely want to talk about, let's let's talk about the, the role of Jimmy Carter. Um, obviously, Jimmy is still with us, which is great. Did you seek to meet Jimmy? Did you watch anything about Jimmy Carter to kind of get you ready for this role? Uh, a lot of what I had to do was involved with the uh, their debates from 1980. So that was pretty easy. Just watch the debate. And I, in my stand-up comedy in all my whole life, I do a lot of impersonations. So I basically just started – I just impersonated him. I just went into oh, the wow. audition, had my hair like him, and – and uh, brushed over that nice big wing across the front and just kind of was like, uh, you know, um, these. hang on a second. Let me think what he said. I just woke up. I was like, um, these elements of a national health insurance, so important to the American people. Governor Reagan, again, typically is against such a proposal. So a little bit of that. And I think nice. they're going to CGI awesome. me a little bit, maybe do it. I can see it. Yeah, but it was great. I mean, that's just that's part fantastic. of what I got to do. Great. And Dennis Quaid was great to work with. He's uh, We definitely yes. hit it off. We had the same kind of fun sense of humor, and we ribbing each other. It was a good time. Oh, that sounds are, like a good yeah. time. I mean, at first, I thought it was Randy Quaid. I got kind of excited. But Dennis Quaid's <laughs> right up there. Can you see, like, Cousin Eddie as um, Ronald Reagan? I would love to see him as Ronald Reagan. Standing outside the White House. Shatter's full. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's the other brother, Dennis. <laughs> but uh, I think that's great. So when you actually did your audition, you actually did your Jimmy Carter um, impression at the audition? Uh, yeah, I just basically went in and did that. And there's uh, some scenes where we, uh, the Reagan and Carter interact. And um, I, I just did the same thing, just Im Im impersonated him. Wow. Pretty yeah. awesome. And the casting director's just zoning out, looking at me, and I'm like, what's wrong with you? Okay. He's like, yeah, just, you, you look and sound just like him. I'm like, there. <laughs> what I was going for. That's it, man. <laughs> Skip, that is it. Wow. And Amazing. I got a big one coming out this summer, which is going to be, it's the biggest role of all of them uh, as okay. far as time on screen. I play uh, the lead villain in a kid's uh, action comedy movie called C.I. Ape. Oh, about wow. The secret agent chimpanzee. Saw it on, saw it on your IMDb. And I, uh, I play a character named Alpha Dog, and they have me dressed in like this whole like black leather Hitler-looking thing with a cape, and it looks like M. Bison I'm just, from I'm Street nonsense Fighter. and over the top. The M. Bison suit from Street Fighter—that's what it looked like. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what they they did. I just I couldn't believe it. So did I did I that see kind Ronald of Reagan top. float in, a second ago. No. I thought I saw Ronald Reagan float. I think in you're back things. Oh, uh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and but, then uh, uh, another one that uh, coming out over the summer that um, I shot back at the Minari time was uh, called Breaking Them Up with Kellen Coleman. She was on The Office and uh, Stephen Schneider. He was in, uh, he was the stepdad <clears throat> in Bumblebee. 
Oh, and okay. it's a cute little movie about that. I think it might be Netflix that's going to end up on, but it's a cute little movie about this 15-year-old kid whose parents fight all the time. So he decides he's going to set them up with other people to split them up. I'm the guy that he sets his mom up with. I'm a uh, chronically oh. vaping scuba diver instructor womanizer named Frank. Okay. <laughs> sounds, like a, sounds like a stretch. It was a stretch. That's right. The guy, the first day of filming, the director can the writer come out. This is great. You're doing better than we even thought. And I'm going, honestly, I'm just playing me, man. I'm just going to be right now in life. I'm single again. I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm hitting on everything. So. <laughs> uh, I love it. So this was actually going to be a Netflix release. It, I, it Maybe. I'm not sure if it'll be Netflix or Amazon, but one of them. Wow. Yeah, I did see a couple other things on your IMDb. Joey yeah. and Ella? Joey and Ella is the same yes. company that did CIA. That's a that's a very small role, just kind of a day player fun going in. They gave me that because I was the lead in the movie they were doing right after it. They oh, were like, can you come cool. in and yell into the camera a little? I'm like, of course. Yeah, I'm an actor. Point a camera at me. That's what I live for. Angry pedestrian, I'm reading here. <laughs> Angry pedestrian, exactly right. <laughs> I, I hope my my roles keep going up. Angry pedestrian, uh, doctor, um, Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter. It's a I, nice jump. <laughs> I think it's a great job. A great job. And then you have a drama film called Birdie, where you're playing that an EMT. Another uh, one of those sort of small um, angry pedestrian type roles. I play an EMT. Yeah, so those are my non non name roles that I'm lumping them in. So yes, I'm uh, jumping and, those to name roles, and and also in the medical field, like you were in. <laughs> right. I, I took that role as an EMT to study for the doctor in Menari. There you go. There you go. So I got to sit, and they're like, "You know what you're doing?" I'm like, "I just played an EMT. I'm ready to go." <laughs> <laughs> well, if we could go a little old school, I know we didn't want to focus uh, too much on it, but obviously, Skip, we know each other from the indie film. Everything's wonderful. That, that this was my first experience um, working um, on an independent film with that much responsibility. So I, I appreciate the opportunity. It, it was a lot of fun. Probably some of the funnest times I've had. Uh, on a production, um, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of, a lot of, you know, pain that goes with it, with lack of sleep and crashing my car, because <laughs> as you remember, that happened uh, after I dropped off a certain actor at his hotel. Oh, after, that's yeah. right! You Holy that. cow! I forgot about your car. The, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I, I remember that story back. now. Yes. Right. <laughs> and is he persona non grata? Are we not allowed to talk about him? I, I I I don't know who that is. Okay, <laughs> that is completely fair enough. But now now if we uh, could talk a little bit about the film because I thought it was a gem of a film. I mean it was a complete. Um, it was it's a stoner comedy, but I, you know it was a it was great writing. I mean this is one of your earliest projects, you know, right. as it you know during your youth, but still nonetheless. I mean it had that Clerks vibe to it, you know. Everything that was happening on the screen in that movie was happening behind the scenes at the same exact time. <laughs> it was it was just like, all right, look, let's do it. Okay, just turn the camera around that way. Just keep doing what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, it was sad. Like the tagline's "fat, drunk, stupid, and turning 30. And I remember at the time, like thirty seemed like so far away. I'm like, ah, thirty. Yes, now, I know. Like, was now thirty 20s. feels so far away in the other direction. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. Exactly. <laughs> I was in the early twenties when I worked on that. Yes. Well, what I'm really sad is, why is this not on Amazon Prime? 
Yes. You know, I don't even have a copy of that movie anymore. <laughs> really? What? I don't, uh, yeah. How do you I don't not know. have a copy of your own movie? It's, I think I, I lost the masters. It's out in the ether somewhere. Do you have a Betamax somewhere? There's somewhere. There's a I Betamax. Actually, a half inch, I actually com- I converted the VHS to DVD, so I do own a DVD copy. Yeah. Okay. Burned from the VHS, so it's not oh, exactly. Okay. So it's I not had exactly some nice copies from. Uh, I had them color corrected in LA, and is that 4K I, kind of out? I, I, I might have one somewhere. I don't know. I think I did lose one. Okay, 4K. Well. Wow, Again, man! You pulled it from VHS, which is less than standard def, right. to DVD, which is standard def. K. Just try to put that shit up to 1080. I would love to see what that looks like. Yes. Yeah, yeah. If you ever find that from the ether skip, it probably I think will look like a like a good film movie now because of so many processes it's gone through and worn out looking. Yeah, it'll have a yes. very unique quality to it. Yeah. Yes, shitty like it was when it came out. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever thought of revisiting it, um, either reshooting it or, or you know, uh, and if you did do that, you can't do you... it nowadays. No, I could never make it'd that be, movie right now. Canceled. They, they would cancel. Jimmy it'd be like Carter. trying to make a Mel Brooks movie right now. People yeah. would say, "Oh, no yeah. way." Do you think today's um, PC climate, cancel culture, do you think there's some aspects of the film that could be considered? I mean, there was an N-word dropped, I recall, from one of the characters. Um, do you I think... would be destroyed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's why I can't. I don't to be like, hey, well, where is it? I don't have any more copies of it. Yeah. Yeah, keep it locked away. <laughs> there is definitely a lot of like old school humor in there that just yeah. doesn't go over right now. Yeah. I mean, people wouldn't get it. Somewhere sitting next to Song of the South right now in some vault somewhere. <laughs> it wasn't quite that bad, but yeah. there I was, was going to say, yeah, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> like, realize it's so even when you address capsule, it, it, it made it worse. <laughs> it's just a product of its era. That's all. I mean, Dude, look, I remember that, um, the condom scene being really funny. Like, yes. Like, did he fall asleep with the condom on him or something and get it stuck? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you That's probably true. get away with doing that one in a movie now, yeah. but yeah. No, I've actually been working on something for a very long time, and I'm pretty close. I was actually writing uh, before I fell asleep. Um, is <laughs> a TV show that I created that, oh, cool. in typical, what I always want to do is make it bigger than it needs to be to present it. I wrote out the whole first season, all, all the eight first eight episodes, and I have a bunch of artwork for it, big pitch deck to make it a video game and a graphic novel. And uh, it's very uh, genre, kind of John Carpenter, Robert really? Rodriguez. It's called The Disciples. It's about oh, nice. a uh, time-traveling recruiter for God's army that teams up with a biker gang to battle a, a powerful deity. Nice. Wow. So it's just it's just great fun nonsense, and it's fun characters. And so like uh, really Sons of Anarchy meets American Gods? Son of An- Sons of Anarchy meets Constantine. Nice. That's a great way to put it, yes. I love it. The, I love hopefully, it. Uh, hopefully opening some of these acting doors down the road may put me in a position to get it in front of somebody that maybe can do something with it. Some money oh, people, money. right, to produce it. The money people. Their first question always is, "Who's in it?" <laughs> Maybe <laughs> one day I will have enough power to go me, and they'll yeah. be like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't see any doctors in this script, so. Oh yeah. man, <laughs> I love it, man! Wow, Skip! It, it, wow, it, I'm just in awe. I'm excited about your career at this point with with two back-to-back blockbuster films. 
And of course, a lot of the great other projects you have going on, man. And See, uh, if Mickey Coachella didn't drop out of his movie, he would be playing Jimmy Carter now. There it is. <laughs> would have been a whole different kind of Jimmy right. Carter. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, you have to put the camera a lot, lot lower, or put a few apple boxes underneath of them. <laughs> Shoot full apples. <laughs> yeah, just like full apples. Yeah. Full apples. <laughs> I love it, Skip. So over in Oklahoma, so, so Oklahoma is kind of like that hidden gem of film you're, you're alluding to earlier. So you say a lot of film and television productions will be brought into the state of Oklahoma at this yeah, point? Yeah, it's already happening. They did the most they've ever done. Um, well, they opened up before anybody else last summer. That's when I shot CIA, but in the fall I did uh, Reagan, which Reagan actually got shut down a couple of times for a couple of uh, positive COVID tests. Um, but wow. it's... Yeah, the mo- it's becoming huge. As a matter of fact, uh, starting April 14th or something like that, Scorsese comes to town with Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro, and they're doing Ooh. Killers of the Flower Moon. And that's like a $220 million Apple Plus movie they're shooting the any, whole thing. Any wow. any breakdowns? that you I, haven't, uh, I haven't been asked to audition for anything yet. I had a callback for something over the weekend for a project, and a casting director, we were talking about it, and they're like, well, most of the people that we've gotten for the smaller roles, which they're casting in state, which is usual for a big film, um, right. are mainly people with beards and no teeth. And I'm like... All right. Yeah. Well, you can do the beard. It's just the teeth thing. You might have to pull. I'd be a, like, all right, give me a couple of weeks. I'm just you might have it. to pull a Rico. A Rico. <laughs> Not Rico. Schmitty. 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 Right. Well, see, that's what she was like. She goes, you're, you're a little too modern and, you know, modern looking and, and, and kind of look good on camera. And I was like, make me ugly. It's fine. It's not really <laughs> difficult. To do. It's film. They could do it. They could do yeah. it. Look what they did to Charlize <laughs> Theron and Monsters. You know, what? Monster. Did Let me they go give Schmini um, See what's really under here. You'll give me the role. <laughs> Your role of Schmini and everything's wonderful. Was, wasn't that prosthetic teeth or some kind of... Oh, uh, I, I, I think I had a, I think I had prosthetic teeth and I had a chew in or something like that. Okay, <laughs> so there <laughs> you go. I do remember that we were shooting at a liquor store and I was just, I didn't have a spittoon and I just started spitting on the floor, <laughs> just like went in and. I remember. I remember terrible. that scene vividly. You, when you shot the scene, you're like, oh my god, I don't have a porno book. I happen to have Christy Shakes, Playboy's College Girls in the trunk of my car. Oh, <laughs> of course you did. Of course you did. Because <laughs> Christy Shake is a friend of ours, as you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the only reason. <laughs> I wish you had a blow up off of this scene. You know what? I just happened to have one. <laughs> Talk about the story of Al's life right there. The Red Rocket, man. You, you, had, the, you, had, you had it all taken care of. <laughs> I love it, man. And let's not forget Rico. Rico and Everything's Wonderful was my favorite character. You were that uh, Ricky Ricardo meets Office Space, I guess, character. I don't know if I could get away with that character these days. No. Without all these things that I shouldn't be mentioning. <laughs> 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 Thanks for having me on. I'm going to get canceled before I get started. <laughs> and it's because of that maybe that EW will remain in the ether, but uh, I'm, I'm so happy to talk but about I it. I do just... love taking on characters, and it's a fun thing. I just, yeah. uh, like I said, I go back over the weekend. It's another villain in a kid's movie, and it's just you get to play these fun, crazy, over the top, you know, I will destroy you. You know, <laughs> it's so much fun. That is awesome. Well, I think one of your best impressions um, was not really from a kid's movie, but from a cartoon, and that's South Park. 
You did uh, one of the best Eric Cartmans I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's what I did for Car for Carter. I'm up against Reagan, Dennis Quaid's over here, and I'm like, hey, Quaid, I'm your KKA. <laughs> did you used to have him calling to our show doing that voice, Al? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Years ago, I think you did the Cartman impression. In fact, Skip, I'd love to do that again if we could do a promo sure. to, to end the interview. Let us know who you are. Let First, um, introduce Skip Schwink. Minari, throw out Minari and Reagan. Let us know you're on Below the Belt show. And then maybe you could introduce Cartman, and Cartman comes in. I will tell you something real quick about Reagan working on it. Quaid and I hit it off right away, and he was he was into my last name, and we started talking about his. And I was like, well, it must have been a heyday for you back in Total Recall. Quaid! So the whole – he started laughing. So the whole rest of the shoot, every time he saw me, he's like, shwink. I'm yelling across the stage going, quid. I love that. <laughs> he's just losing it because nobody else is talking to him like that. I love that. <laughs> I love that, man. That's awesome. Right, but yeah, so wanna, uh, I'm sorry. You want to do a promo? That, yeah, let uh, us know who you are from Minari, um, oh, your okay. role in Reagan, Jimmy Carter and Reagan. You're on Below the Belt show. And also, I'm here with Eric Cartman, and then just go on with Eric. Are you going to have music behind it where I can be like, hey there, hey there, hey there, this is Skip Schwick, and I'm on Below the Belt. I play yeah. Jimmy Carter, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, something along those lines, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll do something. Right, right, whatever yeah. Oh, you're rolling already. We're rolling already. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting giddy. I got to get up at 4 a.m. for work. Um Hey, everybody, this is Skip Schwink. I am here on Below the Belt Show um, with the Three Amigos, and I am from, uh, you'll be able to see me one day in Reagan with Dennis Quaid playing Jimmy Carter. I'm Jimmy Carter. He's Reagan. And I'm also in Minari, which is out right now and up for some Oscars. Uh, I play the doctor and uh, give young Alan some news on his heart. It's great to be here. And I also brought a friend with me. Hey, everybody, how you doing? This guy calls himself the doctor. Last time I saw him in the movie, he was an EMT. Stupid lizard, don't come in here trying to lie. Just get an Academy Award movie. My words, my nachos. Always good to have yes. Cartman around. Totally fun. <laughs> yes. 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 Skip, I loved it. I yeah, loved it. That was. Yeah, he said below the bell show. Didn't okay, you? okay. Cool. Did okay. I? Okay. I don't know. All you have to do is just say it one more time. You just splice it in. Hey, this is below the belt show. You know what's down there? Stuff you're not supposed to touch. <laughs> I can loop that all in together. Yes. That's perfect. Yeah, you fucking can. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Skip, thank you so much for Maybe being uh for play that. And uh yes, we we are, we are um rooting for Minari at the Oscars and of course the SAG Awards because that's an ensemble cast. That's you. Um uh, as far as a cast and a motion picture for, at the upcoming SAG Awards and of course a little bit after the SAG Awards is the Oscars, and we wish all the kudos and awards go to Minari and you guys. So congrats, man, for real. Thank you, guys. Thank you. It was very, very cool. Thank you for having me on. Total blast. Absolutely. Anytime. It was a lot of fun. And I know you got an early day. Yeah. Thank you so much, Skip, for yeah. joining us. We'll all right. 20 more, and... 20 more years. <laughs> i'll have you back when reagan when reagan yeah, yeah definitely definitely okay and keep an eye out for cia but let me know what you yes. think of that one that yes. is it jim carrey over the top craziness that they let me ad-lib almost everything and I did. where can we catch cia is that going to be the lion movie that'll be out on amazon i think may or june love it awesome amazing Me. skip thanks so much man for thanks joining. guys have a Take good care. one. Right, bye bye. bye.